splash. It's early All Furious, three. baby. All Cheers. three of us. Wasn't quite at the same time, but it was close, you know. Cheers. We haven't rehearsed it enough. I couldn't hear <laughs> the guts. <laughs> there was yeah, no guts to come in. Well, welcome. what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Aged Out Reacts with the two hosts of the Aged Out Podcast, Mike Fantini and Evan Worrell. And you can already see from the video title on the screen now, we're hanging out with Mike McIntosh today, uh, a ranger, percussion arranger for the Cavaliers percussion section. Um, yeah, they had one hell of a summer. Congratulations. It's the first thing I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. As I you. stumble over my words. It, it was great seeing you both uh, pre-lot um, in the uh, little eatery there at the JW. Yeah. I think we yeah, ran into you semis and finals day, both yeah. mornings. Did a little the JW was yeah, the spot, man. The JW was the was spot. Um, mm -hmm. Shout out to Chris Gary for letting us crash with him, and we all split the cost on that one. And it was definitely the centralized location to hang out. Um, Chris Gary was also kind enough to do some uh, user-submitted questions because I was asking him. I was like, all right, we're talking with Macintosh tonight. What, <laughs> what do you got? And he sent me some stuff. Um, Love it. We can do that first before we get into the video. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it kind of feeds into how the season started and the inception of what was uh, a building momentum for the Cavaliers percussion ensemble with the announcement of the staff and like, you know, having Brett on board and having Tom Angst on board. So just right off the bat, what was it like having those people, Tim well, Jackson, a bunch of the people from last year, Josh and Russell? cliff walk i mean the team man like you guys were like making the basically justice league announcement back in november before we get into that i have logistics real fast make sure you comment like subscribe on the video <laughs> facebook instagram aged out yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. hit the join button here on youtube we're on tiktok now uh patreon.com if you want to support us financially at all it's just aged out podcast uh again yeah subscribe comment like let us know what you think and then now i'll shut up and let mike answer evan's question uh well it was it was you know, managing the Lakers, you know, there's a lot of heavy hitters. Um, you know, in my real job, uh, my nine to five, you know, I've learned so much in the last year about people managing people and, uh, you know, what a good manager is. And it, it's been, uh, it, it's been really cool having those guys. I think Tom, Tom Unks came in and did three weeks, about two and a half weeks and just was the voice on ensemble. Wow. And you know, he'd reach out and say, hey, I got three spots and it's just like carte blanche, make it right. Let me know what the changes are. I'll get him the score. You know, we're pretty anal about our scores, making sure that stuff's updated on the daily. So if you roll in, you know, Evan, if you rolled in to teach, literally you would have like, a, you know, access the G drive with, with what they played the night before. But yeah, it was great, man. Brett, um, Josh, you know, the, the huge, you know, the the mex uh contingency um it, it was uh it, it was it was fun the staff got along like nine thousand, and you know like you just got to be an open book and check your ego at the door right so i got tim jackson barking at me about tenor parts i got josh talking to me about snare stuff i got brett talking to me about design i got you know unks doing the same i got cliff bitching at me because I, I you know changed the marimba part um but hey that that's all part of it you know like you mm -hmm. gotta if you're gonna if you're gonna put yourself out there and you you have to be vulnerable and available and that, that that's what it was it was a it was a complete team effort um i don't think those guys could have given more i think by saturday night literally 
Like the snares, I was in the tunnel and the snares walked by me and they, all, they gave me the look. And that's the only look, only time they gave me that look all year. Like they finally popped a show, right? The, 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 the drumline finally popped a show Saturday night. And it was, it, it took everything we had dudes. Like I was exhausted. I'm still exhausted, <laughs> but it was so much fun, man. It was just so much fun. Um, yeah, it was great. I mean, the, you know, we have an incredible staff. Tom's probably going to be moving into a different role, basically like an ensemble coordinator position. Oh, nice. um, you know, Brett, awesome. Brett is director of education. I, you know, it's a no brainer. I mean, yep. it's a, it's an absolute no brainer. So you mentioned Tom running ensemble. You're talking about full Cavaliers ensemble, like full core oh, or percussion. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. He's good at it. He did it at blue stars when I marched for him a ton. I know when we've talked to him on here, he talked about just like how he likes to generate momentum in those ensemble rehearsals. It's, I would imagine he runs full ensemble similar to what he does uh, a percussion ensemble. Like, all right, reset, add a set. I mean, His famous lines. You, you watch him in the lot with Dartmouth at WTI. I mean, there is not a second wasted. I mean, he's, mm -mm. but you know, he butt dialed me the other day. He didn't know he did this and he was just teaching. <laughs> okay, now you're two steps off the line. See that step, step two. Okay, you're two and you're two. See now that great that I was like, listen to this man just teaching, right? Just teaching. So uh, it was cool, man. It was great. And it's then awesome. you mentioned go ahead, Mike. It's just awesome, like you said, to see a team of super experienced and accomplished people come together to achieve a common goal because you do run into those situations a lot of times. You see it in pro sports, in the business world. You can have too many cooks in the kitchen sometimes, but it's really awesome to hear that everybody kind of just kinda melded into their role where they could excel at and everybody like you said checked their egos at the door took criticism well took suggestions well kind of like nobody got their feelings hurt despite having all the success everywhere on the roster it's just awesome it was and an absolute team effort one million percent and the coin of the realm is trust trust mm -hmm. is is written on the, you know that that's everything I, I trust those guys to let me sometimes the big dogs got to eat right sometimes i got to step in and say this is what it is but for the most part you're just allowing people you're getting out of people's way you hire great people and you let them do their jobs that's what it mm -hmm. is and you mentioned the kind of rhythm x relationship and i know there was like a mid-season kind of um, video put out too where you all mentioned that was that something that just happened organically based on you know josh and some of the other staff members like tim jackson or was it something that you tried to foster yeah. um, you saw like hey like this could be a thing it's a thing. I mean, it's it's not a thing on on paper, but there is a relationship between RhythmX and Cavaliers. Will that be official someday, quote unquote? Uh, hopefully, yeah. We're talking about that right now. I mean, obviously, at, I judge WGI. Brett judges WGI. Cliff judges WGI. You know, the affiliation thing. You know, we want to be mindful of that, mm -hmm. but. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. you it's know, a like, relationship for sure. Yeah, Scott has judged WGI for years, and obviously, there's always been a relationship with BD and RCC and stuff. I mean, that, that's I feel like at this point, I feel like everybody knows everybody at some point and works with everybody at some point. That it's just like I mean, everyone's I mean, been it's... connected with everyone at some point in their <laughs> it, career. It, it is so incestuous. I mean, it really is. <laughs> you just have to be, you know, a professional. Tom teaches with Roger, and Tom Rarick judges WGI. I mean, you know, like yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can't. The activity's too small and too close knit. You can't avoid that, a hundred percent. You just can't. I mean, we're a tribe, man. I mean, that's you know, yep. tribe. 
It's a, that's a small entity of people. Sure. But anyway, I'm sure more questions about this summer will come up as yeah. we get into it. But let's uh, let's get into some show here. We found I don't know who had had this video, but this person took a pretty gnarly recording just from finals. I will uh, check which is real awesome. Quick. It, it kind of focuses and follows around the uh, the battery in, in front ensemble. So perfect. <laughs> uh, the the YouTube channel is Sky Hansen. I'm assuming that's the person's name. I'll put a link to the original video will be in the description of this. So uh, it's a great video. He must have had like the perfect spot. I'm assuming it's a he based on him. He paid for some good seats. Uh, But this person paid for some good seats. For sure. We appreciate you, Sky. Thank you for the love. Yep. All right. Switching over here. You guys can both see the screen? Yep. All right. Uh, I think this is a couple minutes into the show, but it is finals night. And uh, it's all got all the meat and potatoes in there still, so let's enjoy and we'll talk if we need to. Yeah, I don't know. Right off the bat, Rimba's vertical. So he, does, he, he doesn't have that first drum break, which is totally cool. Maybe there's another spot we can look at. We can find, we can find it. Roboto, I mean, you know, I showed you guys the book. Mm-hmm. JW, I mean, you know, it's, it's all... Roboto, Excel, tons of different tempos. Yeah, Ro- Salcedo loves to just like, hey, I feel like this needs to be faster, so I'm just going to make it faster. I feel like this needs to slow down. I'm going to slow it down. <laughs> I think this goes into Somewhere Over the Rainbow, the quad thing. Yeah, Is that so, where we're going? Yeah, pause just real quick. Sure. Let me... Marimbas. Yeah. Oh. This was so funny. And maybe this is a lesson to everybody to stick to your guns. Um, so Richard Saucedo and David Starnes were like, like you listen to the MIDI, Sibelius and Matt Black does a great mock-up and it's, you know, it's got all the vocal stuff and it's incredible. And originally this was supposed to be like a really high velocity moment <clears throat> with this really like obligato kind of delicate tenor sample on ensemble. <laughs> So this juxtaposition of this hard and soft, you know what I mean, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't end up being that. So the original intent was 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 kind of wasn't there. The, this was awful <laughs> at the beginning of the season. <laughs> Quads on like, you know, uh, mallets, just loud as you know what. Um, you know, electronics, not right. Uh, and just... Crazy, right? So those dudes, so Richard was like, Mike, I love you to death. What the hell is at the top of part two? And I'm like, <laughs> man, I promise you. David Starnes, he's like, okay, a top of part two. Let me see Richard's notes here. Uh, take quads out. I was like, whoa, 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 ho, 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 ho. Slow your roll. I was like, if you guys will trust me, this could be like a real fresh, intellectual, sophisticated moment of the show. It's not, so it's it's like an anti-quad break, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a run-on monophonic sentence of, you know, beats with one attack and then a release 30 seconds later. There's probably 10 or 11 cold attacks in here, right? So yeah. take what you want from it. Oh, it's not hard or it's very hard. Uh, it was a design choice that I made. It was right for the music. It was right for the moment. And it ended up becoming like a really cool, sophisticated lean into it, you know, compelling moment. Um, So yeah, stick to your guns, kids, when you think you've got a great idea. 
And uh, we did, and it worked out, and this was a chance to really let the front ensemble shine, let Matt Black shine, and, you know, really define the show with, you know, where you'll find me uh, somewhere over the rainbow, bluebirds fly, and the quads just hold attacking, like, all day on this stuff. I'm going to do something on the fly here, because you can't yeah. see that quad feature in this video. We will wa watch it on the field, but I'm going to pull it up in a lot video real quick. So we can actually um, see it. There's one, a good one from Semi's day, I think. So yeah, Matt Black does the uh, the soundscaping and the electronics and the audio balancing. I'm a, I, probably more <laughs> stuff than that, but just you've said his name a couple times, and we know who he is. But just for anyone else out there, uh, percussion director Matt, at Carmel now, I believe. At March, yeah, Matt March Colts. He marched X. Uh, he marched was, X with us. Mm -hmm. Had his degree at at Eastern Illinois University, I believe. Went to uh, was a Carmel kid. Was at um, oh gosh, it just escaped me. Marian Catholic, and it was a no-brainer right. to have him. Um, so yeah, he and I and Cliff do Carmel, and we do here as well, obviously. So, and Richard's at Carmel. Richard, yeah. <laughs> the team. Keep the band together. Why not, man? It's working. All right, so you guys can see this new video? Yep. Yep. All right, so we'll play that quote specific quad feature here i shifted our faces around a little bit we'll get back to the video here in a second but hopefully well, yeah we'll hear it in context yep if we could play the next video too here with the ensemble yeah we will drop out cold I mean, attack there coolest tennis roll ever the add-ins i mean there's probably 10 or 11 cold attacks, I'm not kidding you. Candy apples? Nice, nice. Man, I just... Just so subtle, just so tasty. I love those kids. I love those kids. They were... We just had the coolest kids, man. The <laughs> snares, tenors, bass drums, and front ensemble were the freaking coolest group of dudes I've ever been around that had to play into this into this i mean the vibe i mean anytime we talk to somebody about like auditioning or just picking who's going to be in the line you know i think they try to nail that above all else like obviously you want talented kids but like who who are you going to go to war with yep. yeah you don't you don't want any dicks you know i mean mm -hmm. that's the bottom line man you don't chemistry within the members is super important it's everything and you know i said it in that video like the last 10 days that that's you know, in the nfl you can't coach speed right i mean that's a god-given talent you know, and it's the ability when you're in the heat of July and things are having a bad day. Nobody's getting mad at each other, or if somebody's having one person's having a bad day, you know, you got to have that chemistry to be able to deal with that and handle emotional ups and downs of the summer and not get too hard they, on each other, all that stuff. They were just man. I, I mean, you know, I, I'd let these guys like watch my my girls. You know, like I just I trust them with my life. Except for Garrett. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> dude, Garrett. Just kidding, Garrett. Garrett's a, an assassin, dude. He's Watch out for that kid. He's amazing. Ironically, you bring up the assassin thing. Um, the first time I met Garrett was a uh, winter. I was teaching Cap City, and it was the COVID year. So, like, we were wearing masks, like, all the time. And uh, I told him he looked like the uh, albino winter soldier from, like, Captain America. Just like an assassin. Like, just all you could see was his eyes. <laughs> He just, you know, he just got that look, you know, and he, he comes from a really cool family. I mean, 
You know, like me and his little brother are talking about his his Yeezys like during, <laughs> the, during the percussion feature, you know, because they did a thing on his family, which was really great. DCI. That's awesome. All right, let's let's All watch right. this quad moment with yeah, the, with the Judy Garland material. Well, we're going to listen to it. Well, yeah. So there's the whistle from 06. Four, excuse me. Double O seven show. Yeah. Definitely ended up Very working. Cool. So. Oh, Very man. cool moment. Oh, my heart. <laughs> so this is in seven and five. If you're in Texas, this is in three bars at four four. Just kidding, Texas. Here's in Texas. Yes. Okay, so absence of orchestration in the battery. Let the pit shine. And we're back. Yeah, what on the is that? I remember that? the first time I heard it, I was like, what the hell just happened? What's the rhythm there? Uh, I think it's let's see, nine inlets. Yeah. Split with uh, the drum set playing it on the rim. And okay. then our sound That's person, where that sound comes from. Okay. Our sound person crescendoing the reverb. So everything bleeds. Then out, let the let the uh, synth patch resonate. Finish into the left hand shot. Go back and let's 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 get yeah, that again, yeah. Mike. We, sp we spent hours. I mean, I remember like ten minutes stopping ensemble to get the synth decay correct. I believe it. You right, have let's... to, right? Even that guy in the stands liked it. <laughs> Such a cool effect. Here's the Quero stick from 90, uh, 89, 90, 91. Maybe. Did you guys have those custom made? Yeah, Eric Johnson at IP just kind of fell apart. Just killing the body. Jackson killing the choreo. I'm gonna back up so we can hear that better. That gutta drill in this section though might be one of my favorite things about the show. The cold attack jump. There. Ellis and snares, two different frequencies. Oops, the double stop in. You've, uh, you've done some cross stick crossover pairs this last couple of years. Alright, pause real quick. Before we, before, I know we'll talk about well, this section too. Yeah. Um, 
a question that I had too was just when you guys are storyboarding the show, how do you pick what iconic Cavalier moments, like both as a core and as a percussion section, you want to try to jam in? Do you let it come to you? Like, do you? Yeah, you let it come to you. The music tells you what to do. Um, okay. You know, we kind of pride, we pride ourselves on our ability to create color as musicians. And, you know, the, the book, like, I, I didn't plan on writing in Excel, uh, you know, shout out to float kind of thing. Um, I knew we wanted to do the claw. I knew what our parameters were. Uh, Cliff wrote the passage before and then sent it to me. And then I went and Cl the beauty of Cliff Walker is he can go first or second, but it sounds like it's always reverse engineered, you know, like he's, it's always intimate and, and, and very, um, th there's an intimacy between the battery and the pit. Uh, you know, it, we just thought, okay, this is maybe the spot where this is going to work. We were actually drumming during that pit feature because we were staged that way. And we took it out uh, when they're doing the, the splash stuff. Um, you know, but it, there's a way to create there's a way to create energy and change color you know through professionalism and through musicianship with the battery in the pit if done the right way there's just a sense of continuum and build so you can see it's snares quads snares front ensemble so if you think about the whole show from zero colon zero zero to you know 11 colon 40 i mean we thought about that over arc of of where these spots were but also within the micro, you know, you just are, it's, it's a lot of give and take. It's a lot of back and forth. It's a lot of experimentation, but it just ended up working out, you know, really, really, really well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's some internet trolls out there, you know, they didn't drum a lot, yada, yada. I kind of want to, I kind of want to address that. We're all trying to win drums every year. Okay. Tom Hannum. You know, Travis Peterman, Tom Unks, Mike McIntosh, Tom Rarick, Colin McNutt, Scott Johnson, Dave Glide, um, all of us, Mike Jackson. I mean, it, it's music first, but you're shoving five pounds of poop in a three pound bag for sure. <laughs> um, you know, so we had a we had a young horn line. Um, we don't have a horn line like Boston. You know, we don't have a horn line like 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 Crown, like Blue Coats, like Blue Devils uh, yet. Hopefully, eventually we will. So, you, you know, you have to kind of, you have to play the game a little bit with that. You know, you can't go, uh -uh. we just can't do it. We have to go, we have to think like a drum set. Some people interpret that as we're not playing a lot. I don't know. And I wrote as much stuff as I could. Uh, Richard's music is highly syncopated, highly syncopated. He's a percussionist at heart, mm -hmm. a jazz piano player. Sometimes there's, you know, there's not a lot of room and you, you have to play, you have to, you have to create pulse. Um, so knowing when to shine, knowing when to back off, uh, you know, I think that was a real strength for us this year. Um, and, and, and I, I would say restraint is the word restraint. Um, even if it was eighth notes, it had a sizzle to it in the lot where it stopped you in your tracks. So I will a... say there was a bat, a full battery sound that was just pleasing to the soul and the ear even if you're playing some of the easiest rhythms ever written but that level of quality was still there and that just like maturity and approach to the instrument still made it pop that was one thing that i uh i kind of told a lot of people that i don't know were texting me because they knew we were there 
and they're like, so what's it like in person? I was like, well, I mean, I told, and I think I said this on our finals recap too, when I was watching you guys drum in the lot, I was just able to enjoy it knowing mm -hmm. it was going to be good the whole time just because there's a certain sensation and feeling and balance and blend the whole yeah. time versus like, like some of the other groups and the other teams, like you were just waiting for the ticks to happen because you knew they were going to. Um, so the consistency was just, it was unrivaled. Um, and I would tell anybody that to their face. I don't care. Um, and so, like, I mean, whatever, internet trolls. Everybody's going to say, look, I'll go play this book. I'm like, well, it's okay. No, you couldn't, but it's all right. It's okay. You can type that. So it's fine. I mean, I will I, tell you uh, this. I, I tell everybody, this. if you don't have haters, you're not doing it right. Yeah, you know what? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, mo money, mo problems. Um, 1997, Ogden, Utah. I'm teaching seven rookies in the Blue Knight snare line. I walk by Blue Devils, they stop me in their track. And they stop me in my tracks with their drumming. What are they playing? Freaking eight on a hand. It was so balanced and blended. I stopped and I listened and I learned. And uh, you know, I, I mean, trust me, man, we're all we're all trying to shove five pounds of stuff in a three pound bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Within the context of musicianship and what's appropriate. But like, demand is is the watermark across everybody's book. And you just have to be smart about it. And I didn't write any different this year than I've written any other year. But I think the membership, the culture, and the staff, because the staff's everything. They bring it to life, right? Um, Josh Bricky and team, and freaking incredible. And well, I think you works. can uh, I think you can vibe off of that from your Blue Devil story, talking about like hearing eight on a hand, like, when you watch when we watched you guys in the lot like playing warm-ups you're playing stock eights you're playing some stock accent tap patterns some bucks some three three two some don't reinvent the wheel playing freaking eight and 25 and the lot it's just like i mean the the balance and the blend was so pure that you never care about the simplicity it just sounds so satisfying well, you know, uh, excellence, excellence, you smell it, you feel it, you, you know, there's, there's a mm -hmm. funk to it. I mean, you, it just, you know, it when you see it, you know, you know, it when you hear it, Ben Cato put out a video of them just going, da, ra, 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 ra. and dude, yeah. if you listen to that, there's quads and bass drum in that bass three, yeah. you're like, holy diver. That is just, I, so I've had good. that experience, uh, going into Vanguard lots before and they're just playing like their. Uh, crescendo decrescendo legatos where like some start high some start low and you're just like this is sound sleep <laughs> yep all right let's get this yep. moment again so and yeah then i we'll, backed up we'll get into up. the the chill the i know you said uh you told me it was a kind of an ode and an homage to tom float spirit 1980 when they do 80, the 81, drum to yeah. drum and yeah. then they get into that tap five stuff dude those tap fives in this video oh listen close listen close i cannot talk tonight uh, they're nasty in this video. Do not let it pass you by. You're flabbergasted. I know. Quality. Two interesting instruments, too. Mellow and snares. Yeah. Awesome. All the short sounds in the keys. Oh, they got it.
wait, wait. Is like, hey man, this drops down to 100 beats a minute, and I was like, yeah. He's like, well, it, it drops down to 100 beats a minute, and I was like, yep, <laughs> that is what it does. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, so tell me about the claw, and I said, non-negotiable. He's like, we'll get it. <laughs> I can. I told you before we started recording. I cannot believe you all got it as clean as you all got it, and it it's so tough that I've tried to learn it, not spend a ton of time on it, but it's hard as hell if you've never tried well, to learn it, to do that it's funny because a lot of us love it but it, it was new to a lot of people and you know i got to give credit to dawson kling man he just he's such a stud he's such a young tall drink of water good teacher was that um, tombstone reference there <laughs> i just i loved you know i mean i was like you know josh josh and i were we just need to play the drums we need we need to play big and and bold and uh you know, I, I told Josh, I told Dawson yesterday, I called him, I said, man, I just love the way we approach some things. Don't change anything. Um, we just had a lot of young teachers that were really, really good. Um, that section, we dropped down to 100. You know, and Excel is cool. We did one in 2021. It got a lot of crowd response. I've always been a sucker for the 82, 83 devs, Excels. But, you know, shout out to Float, 8081, Spirit. Catherine, you know, some of my favorite lines, some drum to drum, you know, what's old is new again, right? Like this drum to drum, like people were like, wow, that's fresh. And I'm like, God, I, you know, this was <laughs> in the eighties, this was, you know, normal. So it, it was, yeah, yeah. you know, spiral gyro cavaliers. It was just cool bringing some of that stuff back and getting those guys to buy into it. And, uh, you know, it just, it just ended up working out. And the fact you know, it can't be lost that that's an Excel from 100 BPM to 192 full pit and battery. It's tough. Rewind that section from the back sticking. Sure. That's everybody. That's timpani. That's that's all of us. Yeah, we'll get the claw it's in here so again smooth. one more time. You don't even. It's so, so it's like smooth. double vertical uh, front ensemble hits with the tap vibes into the. Uh, I think it's a dotted quarter. Chord. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just. Yeah. So, those were actually those were in the third partial of the triplet. Ing. Oh, I got you. I got you. Ing. I'm like, Cliff, what the hell? He's like, trust me. <laughs> They'll right. do it. They can do okay. it. <laughs> I'm like checking my pulse like, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> got to trust. You know, I asked for trust. Got to trust everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Is everybody. but also felt like very traditional Cavaliers, like early 2000s vibe. Tim, Tim, like, just killed the body. And he'll ask questions like, how deep do you want me to go in the lore of the Cavaliers? And he knows it all. Like, the guy's a, a student of the game. It's incredible. I mean, all just the head motions, like, the stick. I mean, everything, like, even when you all were doing that at Shell, like, the, the subtle, like, bass lanes and stuff, it's just... 
it all feels very uh i don't know like it's old school identity with the of new the, Cava the cavalier's identity i guess is what i'm like, saying it's so. new school body with the old school flair the angularity yeah. of it i appreciate the geometric nature of it i could tell sure. tim wrote it immediately just having performed his body a couple times and seen x for so long and other groups he's done it for but it's just refreshing uh, like body's gotten really fluid and it's just so like, musical too it's i mean you see it fits you so well yeah and you know the aussies were huge the way he used the aussies just these little yes. they would do these little turns, little details little, little details. details and just yeah. this celeste kuning did this incredible like 3d printed looking like like feather that was so 2023 she's a she's an incredible installation artist out in out in on the west coast hmm. and you know it just I, I can't wait to see how many people maybe bring back you know the hat because you perform with your full body and you know it's funny like leon may said something to me a long time ago he's like you know Ains knows what he's doing because those hats are like the perfect dots when you're like over that you see that motion and then everyone started getting rid of the hats there was something to be said about the the facial expression happening and then we brought back the Aussie and it was just this iconic thing well, that ended up working really well. On the topic of the hats in that general. Cadets video earlier this year. Well, look, there is something to be said about the facial expression and everything of the performers during a performance. But drum corps, you are a lot farther away from the audience than you are in indoor. And so I almost think like the badassness of the look of these Aussies right now in the field or the cadets did some stuff on parade day in their old school uniforms. Like there's something to that. There's some magic to that. That just takes, just, just gives it a whole different vibe. It's like, this is drum corps. Like the, the individuality is cool, but also like when I put on my Shaco at crown, I was just like, I am Carolina crown. It's like, I am Batman, you know, yeah. like you just sink it, into this identity of the group. Same thing with the helmets at the blue coats, uh, the Shakos at the blue stars. There's a whole thing, not only as a performer, but also as an audience member watching it. It's just, well, the persona too, like you said, it's just like a, you're, you're now a team. Like you're, yeah. you're no longer an individual. Um, well, that, that entity, that entity is getting up to the top row. Right. Whereas your facial yeah, expression does not. It doesn't. It, it does not. Not in DCI. On the, on the video, it's incredible, right? On the, you know, multi-cam. The multi-cam, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, bring yeah, back the hats. Bring back Shakos. Bring back Aussies. The helmets, please. That's my okay, old I'm school not, rant for the night. Got it. I'm not saying that, um, <laughs> but I'm saying it worked for us. There's also cool adaptations people do where they, like, take them off halfway through or something. Yeah. Like, you know, I, th I think BD did that one year. Maybe the Metamorphosis show. We it's did like, it at Blue Coast. It, it's a complete vibe change. It, it changes the aura of things, too, yep. for sure. Yep. All right. Anyway, that. rant. Yeah. Rant <laughs> over. Continuing Get on. It. I love that. Yeah, bringing back that groove from, like, 01, where the, the snares are going off to the right to put the hi-hats on. It's such a cool of like the fast visual and the dichotomy of the very lyrical, like open yeah. vocal. That's what I was getting at at the beginning, which was the intent. It ended up not being that, which is fine. You know, design choices are design choices, but yeah. You know, I think people said we didn't play a lot because in our this is our ballad. We did our closer was the ballad. It wasn't you know, the middle of the tune or the middle of the show. You can, you can fast forward through this if you want. We can watch the front and talk about okay. it. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, 
Our timpani player was money. I never gave him, first time in my life, I've never given the timpani player a correction all year. <sighs> I mean, seriously, the dude was just making money. This Nimrod? No, this is somewhere. Oh, somewhere. Oh, we you, know, you got Dr. Dr. Lane Summerlin, who just is a vibe fanatic. The detail in her vibes. Is you know, everybody, everyone was talking about this pit at the beginning, but everybody was talking about this pit at the end. And yep. it's just, we just had these incredible kids, you know. I had Don Click's son in the pit. It was amazing. I will say one judge did talk about your pit on July 5th to me. I remember the day, so. Oh, yeah. I was there for that. I'll tell you about it. So the clicks. So here's the front of someone going on. Another little That's Avery right now. That's Avery right there with the long hair and marimba player. His sister, Piper, March Blue Devil's color guard. So they took pictures of holding the trophy and him holding the trophy with mom and dad. That's awesome. First family of DCI. Now this is a, a play off the motive of. Uh, oh, uh -oh. <laughs> she's into it. Ma Mars, the Mars motive is. Russell Wharton's genius here with the base break. Joey Martinez, non-silk. Oh, the violet at the end of this one. Pause for a second. Yep. So that section, the only thing I could write is what, what I wrote. There was so much so much content in the winds there. So we had to represent the three of the two or the two of the three, right? This hemiola feel. And you know, sometimes you want to write stuff that a brass judge judging effect feels comfortable speaking to percussively, right? So this is one of those sections where I, I literally this is about the only thing I could write. Could I have written, you know, maybe? Would it have made sense? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's bombarding the phrase. So, you know, just what the music calls for is what you write, but you're still trying to shove, again, five pounds of stuff in a three-pound bag. Yep. I think we'll get a little bit of that again here. A lot of space in these parts, too. I mean, eat dinner off of that. <laughs> the, uh, dinner do the same hand, cha -ra -cha -ra the left. It, we're, gonna it, you it, know, we're gonna get it from that. This is us. This, this, this decrescendo rim shot thing, which another team has, has, has been playing. Out of which I love, I you know, imitation <laughs> is the sincerest form of flattery. But this is from 2011. Mm -hmm. This is this is us. All right, I've got the volume cranked up here so we can hear all this. Out of the space too. Clean is forever. Eleven. Warm. Yeah. 
classic leg kick. I mean, those dudes came off the field, man, Evan, Mike, and they were just like, they they knew, like they weren't just like, yeah, that was incredible. They were like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, I fell in love with those guys every day, man. And something else about this run being the run, basically, uh, them conveying that, they did not have a normal lot, a normal warm-up for finals night. Uh, it was jacked. It was hectic. Dude. It was raining. They had to it was move. Brilliant. Under- it was brilliant. It was incredible. My point is they raining. were taken out of their element. And it, and it was fine. And it didn't and do I'm anything. There was- Kevin Murray and I are watching them. And Kevin turns to me and goes, and you know, Kevin's my hero. He was my section leader in 88. And he's like, the, this warm-up just reaffirmed my belief in, in the future of DCI. And that guy does not mince words. Like he's a senior VP at a high-end, you know, you know, Fortune 500 company. And there was rain. There was, regardless, come hell or high water, they were going to rock a, a, a warm-up. And they did. And then a rainbow came out, man, with the sun during the rain. I mean, it was just so poetic. It was beautiful. I loved it. I loved it, man. And kudos to the people that stood out in the rain listening to some clean beats. Um, Dude, it was packed. Like, thankfully, it, it never really rained that hard. Yeah, um, it didn't downpour, but it for, was for enough those to who make weren't it there. For those who weren't there, like Cavaliers started off in a pretty open area for their warm up, and very quickly in, I think they made it through Huggadicks. Like, yeah, the couple exercises. And then there, it started to rain and sprinkle, so they transitioned over to like some pine trees, and it was just like a mass crowd. You can kind of see it from a video that we've put out and some other people too. Um, but they were like, "All right, here we go, just opener, run it!" Like, just completely cut all the warm up short, and it was starting to rain. And the DCI would judge was like, "You guys got to go." And Josh was like, "I'm sorry, I can't hear what you're saying." Uh, all right, run it. <laughs> it was kind of one of those moments. He's like. Yep. You guys got to go. And he's like, you said closer? All right, here we go. Play the closer. Um, <laughs> and it was just like raining in the background. It was just pretty funny. There was no the way short of Someone a played. massive thunderstorm that Josh was not going to have them play each movement of that show and then go inside. Someone put out a video of like a sped up, like, when the guys were doing the wiping the drums off. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, man, just Tom Rarick, Colin McNutt, uh, Dave Clyde, Scott Johnson, Tim Jackson, um, you know, Carlos Botello, uh, Lee Bettis, Travis Peterman, all these incredible, incredible people. Um, It was just a great year uh, for a student of the game, and it was a great year for the the fans, I think. And... uh, yeah, I mean, I I couldn't have been more pleased with 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 how things turned out. You know, I twenty twenty three has been a real special year for me, and you know, I, like I I told them I manifested all of this, right? So started doing all these breathing exercises in January, and you know, blah blah blah. The number twenty three had something to do with it, blah blah blah. But I felt like I'd already seen the movie, right? So I had the answers to the test all week. So. My job was just keep everybody chilly. So we pulled everyone in on Tuesday and I said, okay, I'm going to give you four dots and you're going to say Fred Sanford trophy. So dot, 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 Fred Sanford trophy. I said, that's the last time we're talking about this. 
that week really became about everybody pushing themselves as much as they could. Some of them are never going to be back here. Some of them are going to be back next year. Some of them are going to have this chance in life 20 times. But it was their opportunity to take themselves, the best version of themselves, and collectively the best version of us as an entity, and push as far as we could this week. And the further you pushed yourself individually, the better your life is going to be because of the bleed out from the success of the week. So it was a real, real special couple days. I think that that mindset is something that I try to instill in the high school kids that I teach. Um, obviously, from a competitive aspect and a placement aspect, it worked out extremely well for Cavaliers Percussion Ensemble this year. But had it not, I think still in this activity, you push these kids and these members to a point beyond which they ever thought that they could be an achievement beyond what they thought they could be when you get off the summer and the tour or when you get done with the fall season or the indoor season or whatever it is, you're just like, damn, man, we really, we did that. Like we pulled that, that together. We broke Um, the universe. That's what we said. We broke the universe. You know, we, we always talk about good teachers, get the kids to be as good as the kids thought they could be great teachers. And that's, there's that little 1% of gray area where you're, you have to be an a-hole or you have to not be their friend, or you have to be a coach or mentor and you push them to become something they never thought they could be. And when they do that and they're pushing the staff, dude, it, it was, it was magical, man. It just was magical. I don't know. I've never been a part of this in my life, and I don't know if we'll ever have it again, but I'm so thankful, and I'm letting the universe know that I took in every breath this summer because it was special. Yep. You could tell. As as a a listener and a fan, you could tell there was something going on, and uh, you end up in those moments where you go back, and the members, I'm sure, will have these moments when they go back five years from now, four years from now, ten years from now, watch videos like this stuff, and they'll go, how did I do that? They'll get they'll get so to a point where they're removed from it, kind of. Right now, they still remember all of it and everything. But like, I for I know Evan probably might have those thoughts about Crown in '09. Like, I have those thoughts about. I definitely Blue Coats have in, those thoughts visually. I'm like, how did I move? Like that? Uh, well, I mean, I just like for me for Blue Coats in '12 too, the same thing. I'm just like you. You watch it and go, how? How did we do something like that? I there's no doubt in my mind. The members of this percussion section will watch this stuff a decade from now and go, I don't get it, but it happened. If they can bottle this up, I mean, they're going to be rich. And I'm not talking like financially. I'm just Mm -hmm. in their lives, in their relationships, uh, with their families. I mean, this, if, if you tap into what this year was for those kids and you continue to try and tap into that the rest of your life, that's a special life to live. Mm-hmm. And that, that, th- this was real, this was real stuff, man. And, you know, I've been in the game for 30 years. I've never experienced anything like this. And I don't know what to say. It was, it was awesome. And man, we're going to blow PASIC up. It's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. We get to do this again. You know, I mean, that's just so freaking special. I just, so excited i'm so it's pretty excited. awesome I, I bet it doesn't happen too often because you you guys get the pace it call before the season even starts right 
Yeah, I mean, it's not like we're trying to win drums because, you know, we got the PASIC thing. But, uh, you know, like, it just, just it works out really well. That's another thing that just all these little things, man, like, worked out. Like, a thousand things had to go right for this to happen. I mean, the freaking core was in eighth place. And we had some, you know, I got to say, you know, we say the judging system's broken. I thought the judging, I thought the judges made a call like I've never seen in this acronym. Usually it's WGI. Where on any given night anything can happen like we pride ourselves on that but for this community to do this damn mm -hmm. and you're talking about like just put the number with you guys going on early put the number down yep. yeah and sleep at night you know they're human too you know pretty awesome people, people can say the judging system's broken it's broken for everybody that's you know in second through tenth i've been there trust me yeah i mean and plus I mean, you guys were really tracking. It, it started a little bit before San Antonio. Obviously, I think San Antonio was kind of the first time everybody was like, oh, snap, like, hey, what's going on? But it was really kind of trending that way before. And then I don't think you guys lost a show percussion scoring-wise from San Antonio to the end. July uh, 8th July eighth to the end. Uh, uh, Julie had um, Boston up Saturday night. at Two different at, nights. Oh, incredible. I know, but still, Jesus, yeah. Boston. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I looked at Josh somewhere in Texas, because that's when the core gets their act together. A lot of the cores probably get their act together. I looked at Josh and said, we just need to go undefeated to the end. <laughs> and then, you know, we started getting like some one, two, two, ones with BD and, 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 and Coates. And, uh, and guys, it happened, man. Yep. It happened. It happened. You, you definitely have to be undeniable to convince a judge to put you to give you a number on the page from eighth place going on earlier like that or ninth place or seventh or wherever. It's I mean, harder. we had three, three marimbas quit in like a, a week before move-ins, right? Really? So really? We were scrambling. So, you know, we just had the right kids, man. And everybody bought in and it was just a testament to this. This can happen. This kind of stuff can happen. It was magic. It was magic. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm super happy for, for you guys. I'm happy for those kids. I know a few of those kids in the line just from teaching them, Garrett, Wyatt. Um, obviously, Josh has been a friend Wyatt. slash instructor since 2010 for me, 2011 since uh, Mike met him. But um, he, I think Josh, too, just embodies a person who we're just going to stick to this method and we're going to do it our way and... I don't care what anybody else thinks. Uh, you know, the junkyard dog mentality. I got a picture of Josh at my crib in 05. Because uh, we would have this, everybody move into the crib. Like My wife would just cook, like, you know, cook truck style for everybody. And we would just drum the week before the core moved in. So there's a picture of Josh in the corner, munching on some chips. I'm in the shot. Ray Uliberry's there. Um... Yeah, you know, I mean, it just good things can happen when everybody, you know, everybody kind of believes. It It just, it was real special. You know, I'll never forget this summer. Um, I'm really proud of Josh. Uh, you know, in 98, I went to, I went to Cavaliers and every day I thought I was going to get fired. You just teach until you're fired, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it ended up working out great. And, you know, Brett said he found his Brett. And then in 06, Paul 
now we're talking Paul Rennick, and he says, I think I found my guy. And, you know, in Josh, I think I found, you know, I think I found my guy. Um, you know, he's a mechanism, and he, he's the right guy for the gig. He's done a fantastic job, and uh, his wedding's this weekend. It's going to be amazing. Freddie will be there. It's going to be yeah. cool. The Sanford, <laughs> he told me he was hanging on to it. The trophy is going to be... Uh, I teach with Adam Norris, your, one of your quad techs, and uh, he was like, yeah, Josh is going to have the Fred Sanford at his wedding. It's like, oh, yeah. I would. It's amazing. Yeah, I did have a cake made like a wet, made, made in the shape of a snare drum at my wedding. Did you? Right. Nice. Yeah, I did. I remember it had, that. Uh, it had the logos of all the groups I marched on it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Hey, well, mad respect to you guys. You, you run an incredibly tight ship. Uh, mad respect to all the people that we competed against. Um, it's an honor to compete against those guys. They're geniuses, you know, to say that we're mentioning the same sentence is a complete honor. And, uh, yeah, man, clean is forever. That's it. Clean is forever. Clean is forever. And it's the best hype. Well, I think that's a good way to end this thing. Uh, absolutely. Comment, like, subscribe, everybody check it out on podcast services, uh, Facebook, Instagram, aged out podcast, patreon.com. Click the join button here on YouTube. If you want to give 99 cents a month, uh, travel call, Travel costs, equipment, all that stuff's what it go towards. Goes towards. Uh, yeah, this was awesome, Mike. Thanks a million times over for coming on again, like last year, and uh, we'll see you after next season to do it all again. I'm honored. It's it's been an honor to get to know you guys, and I, I, I this relationship hopefully goes on for a long time. I really, 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 and I know the community respects and appreciates what you guys do. No, thank appreciate you. It. Appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it, son. All right, everybody. We will see everybody in the next one. Peace.